0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to a Friday edition of the Saints Happy Hour. We are going free all day, every day, until the Saints season opener to get you people that aren't on Patreon and supporting the show to sign up. You get a koozie, a magnet, and... A screensaver. You get Andrew's grades. You get the grade podcast. You get Andrew's written grades on every single Saints player every single week. You should totally do it. Andrew, the Saints are playing the Jets on Saturday. Uh, most people would be like, "Ah, it's preseason. Who cares?" It's you know, but it's Greg Williams, and I don't care what Drew Brees says or Sean Payton or Greg Williams. They all hate each other. They're all petty as fuck. And Greg Williams is going to blitz 16, 17, possibly 18 guys on one play.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's his M.O. Uh, if he, he's got 11 guys on the field, he's sending 12. But uh, I, I always think, listen, I, preseason sucks. We all agree on this, and it's not that fun. But if there's any preseason that's worth watching, it's the third game. It's, Typically, Um, and Breeze is going to play. At least Sean Payton has said that's the plan. So I think if there's ever one you're going to pay attention to and maybe try to figure out what you're going to be able to see during the coming season, this is going to give you the most clues just in terms of who plays early, what situation, what guys come in in certain situations. That's going to give you an inkling into who's making this roster. So, you know, at the end, at final cuts, there's always one or two surprises. Um, but all the clues are going to be there. And again, like, you know, I, Breeze had an interesting – the main thing – so, I mean, just getting further into it now, I feel like the receiver position still remains the most unsettled and it's thing my, for was, me.
0: That was going to be my point, and I was going to say, I think sometimes fans – and I've done this in the past – is for the receivers, when, when Breeze plays in the third game, you let, you, you say, oh, they played – this receiver, so that must mean they want him to get reps with Breeze. That must mean he's he's on solid ground to make the team. Well, I think that that we look at it wrong. I think Sean Payton may be like, okay, I don't know who to who we're gonna keep at the bottom end of the receiving core. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give them reps with Drew, and I'm gonna see. Which one of these, which one of these dudes stands out when Drew's playing? Who he wants to throw to? Who he who he deems is getting open, doing what they're supposed to do? So I look at the guys who play with Drew. If they're on the bubble, if they play really well with Drew, that sets them apart. Is that a fair way to look at it? Come Saturday,
1: um, that is fair. Yeah,
0: I, I think anytime. You're
1: getting, I mean, I've said this many times on the podcast. It's great if you're catching passes from Teddy and Taysom, but catching balls from Drew Brees is going to be the ultimate dictator in whether or not you make the team. And we, we've gone through all the players. There's a lot of receivers that I think are still in the mix to have a shot at making this team. You know, you look at a guy like Austin Carr, which is a guy that I think most of us feel like we've, we've seen him, we know what he can do. He's never really done it in the regular season despite making the team twice and I think a lot of fans probably feel like that's a guy they would be fine not making the team. Breeze this week made a comment about how much confidence he has in Austin Carr now and he's like he's yeah. had a f- phenomenal camp and I feel like I can I, my trust factor with him is really high now and you see Breeze make comments like that and you're like man Austin Carr is making this team. You know because it's not really about the potential of Emmanuel Butler or what little Jordan Humphrey did in the fourth quarter when a seventh round draft pick was Shout covering Shout out to Dave, him. son. Yeah. But, like, it, it's not really about that. I mean, it, I think when Breeze makes a comment like that, to me, that carries way more weight than something I saw in the fourth quarter against the Chargers UDFA. So, yeah,
0: it's really interesting. Saints media people last night were fighting on Twitter because one of them was saying, hey, Drew Breeze said this about Austin Carr – I hear that. I think he's making the roster. What you just said, and other Saints media people were like, no, I'm at practice every day. He's not making the roster. And, but, but but, I think that's a thing where you get, like, not that Drew Brees runs the team, right? But if Drew Brees says, I really like Austin Carr, I like him better than Emmanuel Butler or whoever, like, that carries weight with Sean Payton because Drew Brees is the one that's got to make the throw if they have injuries or they do whatever in the third quarter when it's third and six and they're down four. Like
1: absolutely, absolutely, know? yeah. Um, and I, I just think it's, there's so much unknown at receiver. Like we we know that Keith Kirkwood is interesting, and we know that Traquan Smith could could be pretty good, and we are intrigued by Emmanuel Butler and what he's been able to do in this training camp. I'd say most fans may be a little bit less excited about Austin Carr, but we know Drew Brees and Sean Payton, for whatever reason, seem to love that guy. Um, And then, you know, little Jordan Humphrey, Dave's son. I mean, he's made a few (laughs) nice plays. So there's all these guys that have potential and that we feel like maybe could be something nice. We know the saints have developed guys like this in the past, whether it's Snead, stills, or um lance moore so i we we know that they've developed guys like this and it's just a question of who it's going to be but i just feel like if you want any insider clues into who that's going to be this is going to be the game that maybe reveals it the most
0: yeah and here's the thing it's a couple people on saint on twitter but by the way you should follow us saints happy hour on twitter go to our youtube channel subscribe uh in fact, for the for the for the podcasts uh every day that they're free until football season, they'll be on YouTube before they get in your Podbean player. So if you're desperate and you want to listen to the podcast early, the podcast the daily ones until season starts will be on YouTube before they're on your RSS feed. If you got to get them listen, go to you go to our YouTube channel search Saints Happy Hour Power, Saints Happy Hour, subscribe and listen there. Um but what I was going to say is people are telling me that they they are so excited about Hendrickson. They're like, he's way better than Marcus Davenport at this point. And I'm like, slow down. Remember Muhammad mm. from last year? Like And mm-hmm. I'm not knocking Trey Hendrickson. I, we like what he's given us. But let's just take a breath on Davenport being awful. Can we? I mean... uh I think people are, are going that – we've swung in the opposite direction just because our expectations for him were so high and he's so important. But I don't think – the preseason t- tells you nothing. And we say that over and over again except when we want it to give us answers, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I, listen, Davenport's talent
1: hasn't gone anywhere. And the, the raw potential that he has – I mean, yeah. remember last year There's so many plays where – we were just like, yeah, he's raw and maybe he doesn't really know what he's doing out there. But, oh, my God, did you see that play? He,
0: he's and- so freakishly physically talented. I remember we were like, well, we worry about playing him because we were like, well, it, a young player, they really struggle against the run and the, the technique and all Davenport, he's really good against the run because he's such a freak. People can't move him. Yeah, you know,
1: and and uh, I think a lot of times when he sees that it's a run, he shoots the gap and blows the play up. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so th- that's uh, I think once the regular season starts, if he starts to get owned every week, then yeah, maybe I'll be more nervous. But uh, he he's going to get plenty of chances here to play full games. He's going to go up against better offensive lineman, which I think will probably bring out the best in him. Um, if I'm Davenport, I'm kind of like I don't want to get injured in preseason because he's no, had a little bit – he's had totally. nicks here and there. I so, think you that's, know and he, he I think that's – He came into training camp, preseason. you know, not 100%. So, you know, it's a little different from a guy like Hendrickson, and I think it's important that we remember that. Hendrickson, he's playing every snap like it's his last because – He's not. A, I mean, I, I think at this point we all feel like he's a guarantee to make the team because he's had a great preseason and a great camp. But you know, Hendrickson's not the kind of guy. Like when he came this offseason and they signed Wes Horton and they signed yeah. Genio Grissom and you know, they brought these veterans in, like it was really it could have been anyone that got that third defensive end spot. And, and if you don't get the third, is the primary sub, then your chances of making the team are go way down. And so. I just feel like Hendrickson really had to have a camp like this. It it was kind of life. or His career depended on it. Davenport, man, he's the starter, you know, and Okafor's gone. And he was never really pushed for playing time in this training camp. So uh, there's pros and cons to that. But I think from a psychological point of view, yeah, he wants to flash and look good. And I'm not saying that he's not taking this stuff seriously, but... I just think you're going to see a different kind of player come week one because him, like no, many yeah. other guys, aren't going to turn it on to full blast until yeah, they can, know that it's winter. It's it's win or lose.
0: Veteran players, man, they 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 can't like once you get secure in your NFL roster spot and you're secure in your NFL career. I heard I forget what player it was. He's like once you're you're secure in that and you know your job is safe, you can't muster up the same intensity in a preseason game. He's like you just you cannot do it. And um I think I think that's the, the I, I think that's the case here. But here's my question to you is as we play this soundbite during the uh podcast the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's not going to work here anymore anyway. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mike. Who is a guy that's a veteran that you are looking at that really needs to play well Thursday and could be a surprise cut where the Saints cut them before the big cut down as, as sort of a, hey, this is a veteran, so we're doing the we're doing right by him, and he's not mm-hmm. part of our plans anymore, and we're cutting him now uh, so he can catch on somewhere else and it's easy for him. Is there anybody you're looking at Saturday that you're like, that dude better show a little something-something or the Saints are going to champ Bailey him? Well, I think Patrick Robinson
1: and Ken Crawley both are on the bubble, you know, and uh, there's a chance they both make the team, but, uh, I think they've got to show something and uh, Patrick Robinson, especially, uh, I just, I don't know that he's shown that he's fully recovered from that injury. So, uh, he, he needs to show up and and play well. Um, so he's definitely a guy that stands out to me, but I, I mean, I think you can go really at every position. I mean, Wes Horton's a guy that's flashed a little bit, but he's squarely on the bubble. Uh, Sylvester Williams, the defensive tackle, he's he is on the bubble, I think, to make this roster, and so um, that's on the defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, you know, this guy AJ Derby has kind of come out of nowhere. The tight end, he was a yeah. late camp, camp addition, and he's looked pretty good. And I would say right now that he's maybe ahead of Garrett Griffin and um, Dan Dan Arnold to make this team. So you know, Dan Arnold is another guy that I would say maybe a little too inconsistent. He's a veteran that needs to show up. Um, But, uh, you know, those are the main guys. Um, I would say at the end of the day, um, most of these veterans are pretty secure. Patrick Robinson is probably the big name that stands out to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of secure, uh, if you're going to gamble this weekend on preseason football, and why wouldn't you? My bookie has the best, most secure Online gambling site and app out there. You can bet on anything. You can bet on over. You can bet on over/under. You can bet on player stats. You can bet on fantasy over/under point totals during the year. They have you covered every which way. And right now, to get people excited about football season, my bookie is doing an amazing deal for Saints Happy Hour listen, listeners. Use the code Armchair. You get a hundred percent sign-up bonus. Andrew, that's right. You put in a hundred, you get an extra hundred to gamble with. You put in five hundred, you get an extra five hundred. Use the code armchair at mybookie.ag and you get a hundred percent sign up bonus. My bookie, you play, you win, you get paid, terms and conditions apply. Andrew. That kind of wraps up this podcast. I was but going I to, I want to say make real an quick,
1: uh, one more pitch about uh, becoming a patron. Okay. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, so you, you can edit this out and post if, if you need to. But <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, if you don't like these ads or you find them annoying, uh, am I allowed to finish the sentence? Yes. Okay. If you don't like these ads, um, if you become a patron – that is another benefit. There are no ads because no ads. those shows are sponsored by you. So yeah. um, if, if there's any if if there's any, if you're on the fence and that's another layer where you're just like, yeah, I would do it, but I hate how this podcast has a couple ads in there. Well, if you sign up, you become a patron, those all go away. So yep. no ads for the whole the show.
0: Ads are on the free. The ads are on the free ones. The gated stuff where you pay for, you're paying for it. You don't get any ads. And one more announcement, Andrew. Channel 4 has again made the questionable decision. <laughs> they they are putting me on TV all football season long. Not only that, we said to them, hey, Channel 4, do you think we should do a banner behind me and it can be more professional and I can look like a real true talking head? Channel 4 was like, no, Ralph. We like your kitchen and your cats because it makes you more authentic. We want the full Ralph experience. So you will get the full Ralph kitchen and cats all season long on WWL Morning Show. How about that, Andrew?
1: I mean, I, I thought I I mean I, I, I get the full Marlboro experience every day. Pretty every day, but I thought I was just a glutton for punishment and just a nice guy. But no. uh, apparently WWL thinks it's marketable.
0: It's to, all to have a clicks. face for radio. <laughs> I do, I do. I'm gonna work on the blinking so I don't look like a hostage. So everybody, <laughs> this has been our Friday show. We will do a post game edition. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. We may or may not live streaming depending on availability for people. But besides that. If you don't join us for the live stream, make sure to join us for Monday for the big show where Dave and Kevin join us. We have a big surprise for you on Monday. I promise you it's worth your time. So until then, have a great weekend, and we'll see you then.